Podcast. I am Kamran Fulati. I'm the host, and I'm here with my guest, Drake Jeffries. Drake, thank you so much for taking your time to be with us oh, today. Thanks, I it. Yeah, dude, it's the first episode since they've rebooted it since COVID. I handpicked you first, so you should feel very special. I, I do. Yes, hopefully you do. You know why I picked you first? I don't. Because I'm from Illinois. <laughs> that, that's, that's close. Oh, yeah, 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 but you know, I'm closer to Chicago than you are. Yeah, sure. It's because you were number one, so I'm just going down the Jersey number okay. line. Yeah. So, well, you skipped Scrub, though. Oh, he, I did, I did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, so um, you've been in Orlando for a little bit now. You're from the Midwest. Uh, what's it like living in Orlando, the differences? Love it. I mean, there's warm weather all the time. So much more to do. Like, where I come from, it's 20,000 people. Like, really small. Um, so having the warm weather, being able to do things, like, go outside and do stuff, it's, it's so much better. I've never lived anywhere warm. And I've never lived anywhere that has like had a Chipotle or Chick-fil-A. Like ever. This is the first time I've ever lived anywhere with either of those. There's no Chipotle by you? Uh, well, I, it's 30 minutes away, it's the closest one. Wow. Yeah, I mean I remember when I looked up what town you're from, I'd never heard of that Illinois. Yeah. So yeah, it's nobody has. <laughs> so for me being from the Chicago area, I thought it was really odd, but it was cool you're from Illinois. And then uh, had you been to Orlando in your life yeah, beforehand? So I played AAU when I was down here, I was younger, probably like 16 or 17 I played AAU here. Um, been with like Disney World stuff when I was younger too. So cool, yeah. So it's your first time living in the nice warm weather. Yeah. Everybody back home right now has been talking about how cold it is. I'm yeah. sure your Snapchat looks the same as mine, and you're kind of sitting there being like, "Ha ha!" Exactly. Twenty degrees at home, already. Like, and like all my friends in Wyoming, it's like freezing out there. So like, you know, they're, yeah. they're suffering. Thankfully, I'm not. Yeah, I just send them the memes. It's like, oh, we had 10 inches of sunshine today. I don't know how I'm going to make it to work. Right. <laughs> so in Orlando, you've been living out here. Have you uh, been visiting any of the parks since you've been in Orlando? No, I want to. I mean, I've heard Disney Springs is fun. I, I haven't been there yet. Um, I, I go to Lake Eola sometimes. So All I right. I around there and just relax. Um, you ever go to the farmer's market on Sundays over there? Yeah, so I just went there on two days ago. My wife Sunday. and I go every so often. Really? We love it. Yeah, yeah. it's an awesome time. I, I love it too. Um, but no, no parks yet, but hopefully soon I can get out there. All right. And uh, what's your favorite thing to do in the area so far? Like, um, do you have like any like go-to places? Is Chipotle and Chick-fil-A, is that your go-tos uh, right I now? Or? I haven't been to Chick-fil-A while I've been down here. Um, but Chipotle, I've been uh, a plethora of times. I've been to Chipotle a lot. But probably like Lake Yola on Sundays, uh, the market is fun, you know. Me and my girlfriend go, we have a good time and spend time with each other and that's definitely one of our favorite activities together. Awesome, when I bump into you, don't act like you don't know me. I will, you don't worry about <laughs> All right, so uh, something I want to talk about. Number one, number one, why the number one? Uh, I've actually worn a couple different numbers. Like when I was in high school, I wore 33, I wore 20, and I wore 14. Kind of just all random. And then when I went to my first school, Minot State, I wore 14 for the two years I was there. When I went to Indian Hills, I wore 14 there. And then I went to Wyoming, I wore number zero. And I was like, I really like that number, but Scrub had it. Obviously, Scrub's been in you know, the league a little bit longer than I have, so, you know, obviously he's going to keep it. And so, let him have it, and I'll just pick the next closest number, the next lowest number I could get. So, all right. what it is. You, why don't you go double zero? It's even lower. Good. I didn't even think about that, but it is what it is. Number one is. All right. Number one, do you know any players that have been within the Magic organization, whether it's uh, with Lakeland or Orlando, that have worn number one? Can you name any players? T-Mac. T-Mac, yeah. All right, you got one. I, that's pretty much it. That's it, yeah. That's your, that's your youthfulness showing. Yes, exactly. Just T-Mac. That's the only one, huh? I think so. 
Do you know who uh, oh, J.I. J.I. wears number one? Yes, yeah. Jonathan Isaac wears number one, and he played in Lakeland for a bit wearing number one. That's so. right. He's coming back from injury, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. coming back. He played a couple games with us. Okay. But there's someone even bigger than both those guys. When's the, the time? Well, one of those two banners on that wall were put up by him. Shaq did not wear number one. Was not Shaq. Alex doesn't know what Penny. he's talking about. Penny. Yes, That's Penny Hardaway, man. Oh, That's who it is. Like, Penny, yeah. Hit me for that. Okay. That's Magic Royalty, man. You better hope Penny doesn't see this. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Penny. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's a, that's a couple of them. Another banner for the other one, not the 95 one, but the 09 one. There's another point guard. I don't, I don't know. This is like real like NBA fans mm -hmm. know who this dude is. We got him because Jameer Nelson had torn his shoulder and could not play for a good long run of the playoffs, so we needed a point guard. We got him on, and he wore number one and helped lead us to the NBA Finals in 2009. Well, the only person that I know was a point guard here outside of the guys that are here now is like DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine. I like DJ a lot. That's DJ's it. cool. Um, his name was Ray for Alston though. I've heard the name. Yeah, so I've Ray for Alston was a phenomenal player. Uh, just really highly loved out here because obviously going to the finals is a massive deal for any team and right. we got him midway through the season after Jameer Nelson and Torres Labrum and came in, did an awesome job and had a lot of fun. We beat out LeBron and the Cavaliers back then to get here, and, and the Boston Celtics, one okay. of those great teams. Okay. All right, so we talked about college a little bit. Mm -hmm. So your time with the Cowboys, you went to the tournament. Yeah. Talk about the tournament. Unreal experience. That was, that's always, you know, that's a kid's dream to play in the tournament. Um, so I wish, obviously, we went a different way. We lost by eight points to Indiana. Trent is an Indiana alum. Uh, so I hear about it all the time from him. Um, it's a nice guy. He is, but you know I didn't play my best, and I wish that's one game that I wish I could have had back for sure. Because um, it's a team like we just we didn't play great, but you know my time as a, as a Cowboy and my time in that tournament was just like an unreal experience. How was that whole season as a Cowboy? You did one season there, or was it two? Two. So two, the first okay. year was the 2021 um, kind of like COVID, no fans, fake year kind of thing. And then my fifth year, I did, because I registered in my first year um, okay. of college. So my first year, or my last year was here at Wyoming. And, you know, we went from a 14-win team to 25 wins wow. in the season. But even before that, I mean, it was like a 7-win team to 14 to then 25. Um, so, you know, we had a lot of success, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they seem to like you over there, the fans do. Yeah. We, we've talked to Wyoming a couple times, and yeah. they tell us, send us over any Jake, Drake Jeffries footage you have. Yeah. Yeah, they like you over yeah, there. No, seem like good, good people. I mean, I worked for them because I did you know, a, a, an internship in media relations. Oh, very cool. So, um, I was doing like, a lot of photography and stuff, so really, guys, I'm real close with all of them, so it's fun. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds awesome. So we talked about that. What is the transition going like from the tournament? You finish that, and you go to the G League. It's different for sure. The game's probably a lot more fast-paced, a lot more physical. Um, Exhibit said I kind of had it before, you know, the whole draft and everything. Okay. So I got the one game with Orlando and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, talk like about playing that. with those guys too. Like it's you know, it's, it's surreal. Like, like I never thought I'd be here. So you know, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and the game is you know it's definitely slowing down for me now. Because at first it was like crazy, crazy. Like you know this, that. Like but definitely like I'm definitely like. You know, smoothing out. We're 10 games in already, which is crazy. He's flying by, but you know, smoothing in and you know, just.
trying to take it day by day. At what point did you realize that being at the NBA level, even if it's G League, if, if, if it's suiting up for Orlando for one game, at what point did you realize this was like something that's actually going to come to fruition? Like it was a possibility because, you know, throughout your whole life as a kid, middle school, you and your friends, you know, great time, AAU, great time, right. high school, even, you know, and then going to college. Right. But, you know, everybody dreams of it. But when is the moment that, like, it really hit where you're like, wow, I might actually have a real shot at being in the league. Right. I think, like, you know, we came down a couple, for a couple of days, practiced with them, kind of got to see everything. And then I think, like, whenever I actually, like, suited up for that game, I was like, wow, like, this could definitely happen. Like, I think that, that day, like, from the very beginning to the very end, like, it was just also so surreal like something I dreamed of you know for for so long so and I you know super super grateful for it so we talk about the one game where you suited up what number did you have on your jersey because I didn't see the jersey that night I know you suited up but like you said exhibit 10 and obviously you weren't number one nope. for, because Jonathan Isaac had that do you know what number you were do you I remember do. still yeah no, I picked it I picked it number 55 55 Nichols. all right all right 55 now I'm gonna throw you under some because I'm like the biggest magic fan in the world okay do you know anyone that wore 55 in Orlando jersey? No. His name is Etwan Moore. I do know. I've heard of Etwan. Did yeah. he go to Purdue? He did go to Purdue. He's from East Chicago. Yeah. And he had two stints with the Magic, and he wore 55 both times. Okay. So, yeah, Etwan Moore, veteran guard. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around every so often. I know he went to the last big one that he had was with the Phoenix Suns when they were on that finals run. Okay. And then he played here. Uh, last year, I believe it was again. So yeah, 55. You yeah, just like got that number. number. It's so a like, cool number. Get, you know, hopefully, get a 10 day with them, and you know, that'll be my number again. It's number 55. 55. All right, I'll look for it. I'll buy that one. Okay. I'll buy that one. Double I'll get rid of number one. I'll get I'll get 55 for when I want to put that one on. So, what is the experience like going to work with Orlando in that one game? You're suiting up. You're wearing number 51. I remember you were sitting there doing shoot around, looking at you. So. What is the difference, not even what's the difference, I guess really, what all did you get to do with your one one day? I've always been so curious about what players get to do with that. So it was like, uh, wake up, we had shoot around at Advent, yeah. at the new facility, and you know, shoot around was from like 10 to 11, got shots up before, got shots up after. Um, then I went home for a little bit, like hung out. Actually, I had to pick up my agent from the airport because he wanted to come, so I okay. went, went and picked him up, um, dropped him off, and then went to the arena, came here. And then, you know, just like walking in, I walked into the locker room, because obviously, you know, the locker room's over there, and just mm -hmm. walked into the locker room and like, saw my jersey hanging up with like, you know, Orlando Magic across the front, my name on the back. And like, it was just so like crazy, um, you know, but then went to the locker room, got activated, and then went on the court, we played a little bit of three on three, got a bunch of shots up, came back, ate, hung out, talked to guys. Um, and then I went back out again and got more shots up, kind of when everybody else was done. Um, and then came back in, Coach Moe talked to us, and then we just got ready to go and we beat the Grizzlies. So. Yeah, I was at that game. Uh, let's think about this. Is there anyone that was on Orlando that uh, was any kind of advice for you or anything of that nature? Was it kind of talking to people like Sko or talking to Kevon as they're both on two ways between the two teams, or was it more just you were sitting there trying to absorb everything? Uh, definitely a little bit like of, you know, me absorbing, but I think like I definitely – picks T. Ross's brain a lot. Just cause like, you know, he's a shooter like I am. He's athletic, um, you know, I'm trying to get to like his level. Uh, yeah. So, like the way he shoots it, the, like how athletic he is, like the way he moves, like I'm trying to get to that. So I definitely picked his brain a yeah. lot. 
you know, I think we saw that the other night when you had a poster, <laughs> and I was calling the game. I do some broadcasting, and uh, Nick Bredewitz, who's beside me, him and I were we were in awe. Yeah. We, I, I I didn't know you had that athleticism in you, and then yeah. today at practice you were doing all kinds of dunks, and yeah. but it wasn't just a dunk that you put up. You weren't on a fast break. You you got a poster in yeah. that last game, yeah. and that was one of your two made shots this season that were not from three. Right. So I think you've made 30 shots this whole year, 30 field goals made, and two of them have not been threes. That is one of them. So that one, I'll take that one every time. Right, right. Yeah, one was a, a layup in Birmingham. Actually, no, I actually have three because I have one in Birmingham. Okay. I've had two in Birmingham and then that dunk. Um, but not a lot of people don't know that I got athleticism like that. Like I have a 40 inch vertical. Wow. So... Yeah, speaking of Birmingham, didn't you shoot six threes? You made six threes in that game, I think, off Both the times. bench. Wow. Times, yeah, first time was um, all in the first half, and the second time was mostly all in the second half. So. And then even the other night when, you know, to this date that we're filming this right now, you are number two in three-pointers made in the G League right now. You had knocked four threes in the fourth quarter, was it? Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like what I've always been trained to do is just shoot the ball, and, you know, I got to – I feel like if I ever want to make make it to the NBA, it's you know something that everybody needs is shooting. So you know, just if I lock up on defense and you know not gun open shots, it could be a real chance. Oh yeah, I mean, you knock them down, and it's not even like you just take a three pointer. You're deep. A lot of the time, you're deep, and that's <laughs> yeah. one of the things that I try to emphasize in the broadcast. You're another three or four feet back. It yeah. seems like sometimes, which yeah. I know we have a different world in this day and age because of everyone that is shooting threes and everyone goes from so deep, but. It's amazing to see because someone like me that never played college ball, when yeah. I go out on the court and I take some shots sometimes, that NBA three is a little bit farther back, and yeah. then you and then you make it a whole another NBA three from the high school three. Right. So right. Yeah. <laughs> you're going pretty far back. It's a lot of fun watching you do it, Drake. Thank you. Thank so you. I got a couple more on here I want to look over. Let's see, Midwest. All right. Oh, this one. This is a great one, and this is for a lot of fans out in Lakeland. If you guys come out. Drake, you seem to really embrace people in the stands after the game. You're really excited about it. That's part of why I wanted you on this podcast, yeah. not because of number one <laughs> and not because of Illinois, but because of how much you embrace the fandom around. You signed autographs after the first home game. Yep. What's it like? Why, why do you embrace the fans like that? A lot of people don't, and you really seem very available. Because I was a kid once, and I know what it's like to, you know, these kids look up to us, like, you know, they want an autograph, they want a picture, like, it's it's no big deal, like, it takes two seconds, like, it's doing the bare minimum, and, like, I, I love it, like, I love having fan interaction, because then they can, like, get to know, like, me as a person, I can get to know them, um, but, like, I, mean, I, I remember when, like, I was a kid, you know, like, I wanted, I was actually, like, funny story, it was 2016, out in Vegas, USA Basketball, I'm standing three feet, like, KD, Kyrie, LeBron, like, Pop, Oh, God, a lot of superstars, like, and I'm like, half of them wanted to sign. Like, I remember that, like, as, like, to this day, just like, I was like, I never want to be like that. Like, I want to, like, assign as many as I can, you know, and try to help, like, these kids out. That's, that's what they came to see, and, you know, you know, all that extra, it's, like, extra for them if they, you know, obviously, they get to watch the game, but, like, the extra is, like, getting to talk to them, getting autographs, and all that stuff, so. Yeah, did you ever have a player that you got to meet when you were younger, and they did sign any autographs for you? Uh, actually, it's funny because being from Illinois, like I grew up an Illinois basketball fan, but like I'm not like a huge fan anymore. Um, my, my favorite growing up was D Brown. Okay. So and D Brown, like well, I was like a huge D Brown fan, and I mean I had met him when I was like six. I saw him at Walmart actually from <laughs> in my hometown and like took a picture with him, and then you know what. 
15 years later, um, leaving my junior college, looking for my next spot, he's recruiting me to come to Illinois, Chicago. Wow. I got his number on my phone. Like, it's crazy, like, how it all comes full circle. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You put in the work. Yeah. All right, so you are a rookie on the team. Mm -hmm. And I know uh, it's a little bit different with G League and going into the NBA. Do you have a vet on the team? Jamario. Jamario, all yeah. right. Do you have any rookie duties you have to do? Uh, really, it's just like when we go to the airport and getting on and off the bus, like I got to take a bag usually, like a um, an equipment bag, a performance bag, you know, a bag that's full of things that are going to help us get better. Um, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really simple. And these guys are pretty chill with it uh, so far. So has Jamario given you any good advice? What, what would you say is the best advice you've gotten from Jamario so far? Um, it's not even like, I've actually had a, like, good advice from a couple guys, like, you know, Zay said, be where your feet are, you know, obviously everybody wants to make the NBA, but, you know, we're in the G League right now, so, you know, focus on what, what we're doing here, you know, be where your feet are, focus on what's the task at hand, um, but, like, Jamario is, you know, always just, like, telling me to stay focused, like, keep my head down, keep working, just because, like, you know, sometimes you can get lost in what's going on, and, like, you know, he's definitely been a big help, because, like, some games I'll play... 30 minutes some games I'll play 10 minutes and he's like you know just just stay ready just keep doing what you're doing just stay locked in and your time's gonna come he said like because when he was a rookie you know he didn't start playing until almost the second half of the season so like wow. for him to say that to me that's definitely super helpful you know just being able to to take advice like that now so we talked about your uh, big game you had the other night it was I don't I don't think you've beaten it yet but the one in Birmingham where you did knock down the six threes the most recent one mm -hmm. you had a career high of 24 yeah have you beaten that one yet or no? Because it's been a couple days since that. That's when I wrote up these questions last. I don't think you've beaten 24 yet. No, well, I, was in, I hit 11 threes in the game in college. But that was it. But that, was, that was college. Yeah. The, the, yeah. We've talked about how the pace is a little bit different, yeah. you know, in the so G League. I, I got to beat six. And so I think it'll come. 24 points. How, how long until you think we're cracking 30 here, Drake? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully we added the bag a little bit more. I don't think it's going to be much longer. I, I, I don't think so. You're, you're a joy to watch. Thank you. So I think that pretty much will conclude everything that we have today, Drake. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate your time. Um, anything that you would like to say to any fans that are listening, anyone from Lakeland? Yeah, hopefully we keep seeing you guys at games. Um, it's, been a, it's been a good time. Um, hope we just keep building. Uh, you know, obviously that home this sweep that we had this past weekend. Uh, you know, we got another what week and a half before we're back at home. Yeah, you got one on the road, which is going to be next Friday against. Uh, or this, this the Saturday. Oh, it's the, yeah, yeah, this Saturday against the Vipers. Yeah, and then a back to back against the Vipers. The Vipers back Friday, at home. Saturday, so next so three games. With the Vipers. They're going to want to make sure you don't hit down six threes, but you're going to prove them wrong, right? Hopefully, I'm going to hit seven, <laughs> seven, eight, and nine. How about seven, eight, and nine. That's what I like. Thank you. Thank appreciate you, Drake. We appreciate your time, dude. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Drake. <laughs>